Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch for you? Where the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning, good morning. Happy Friday to you if you're just joining us. Just Bree, Damien LZ in for DT on this Friday. We've been... Having some fun talking about different topics so far, and we're glad that you're joining us for this second hour, and we will continue our conversation on Fonnie Willis and this whole trial that's going on down in Atlanta, GA. But before we get back into it, Truth Nation, now is your last chance to win four tickets to our upcoming movie meetup and exclusive viewing of Bob Marley, One Love. Caller number seven. At 833-212-1017 wins a four-pack of tickets to see Bob Marley, One Love, with us tomorrow at noon. City of Milwaukee's movie meetup is set for tomorrow at noon. You can't buy tickets to this event. This is an exclusive access for Truth Nation only. So, again, be caller number 7 at 833-212-1017 to win a four-pack of tickets to see Bob Marley, One Love, at our exclusive Milwaukee movie meetup tomorrow at noon with the Truth team. So, I see those lines are lighting up right now. And, uh, (laughs) man. That's actually something dope right there. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. I wish I'd, I was supposed to go. but That's dope right there. Uh, work, the daughter has dope. a volleyball tournament, so that takes precedence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll go there. <laughs> I got to. What do you mean you're going to go see Bob Marley One Love and not my volleyball right. game? Right. I yeah, just had to buy I just yeah. had to buy track spikes. <laughs> they get more expensive each year. So, yeah, I feel you. Right, right. So, uh, again, before the break, we had started our discussion about what's going on and down in Atlanta. Fonnie Willis took the stand yesterday and will be back on the stand today as that hearing continues. Yes, as um, uh, a couple of uh, Trump code defendants are trying to get Fonnie Willis as well as Nathan Wade removed from this case. And like Damien said, the reason why that is so significant is because if they are removed, they will have to start all the way over and trying to convict Trump on those results. And which is even crazier to me because he's already on tape saying, hey, um, yeah, we need 11,000 more votes. I, I don't care how you do it. So what are we trying to prove? <laughs> right. What are we trying to prove? It seems like prove? it should be open and shut. The man is on 
tape saying, I need you to find me. I don't care about who won. I need you to find me 11,000 more votes so I can say I won. Yes. How, first of all, how do you find votes? How you that ain't that how do you ain't, make up votes? How you do looking you, in the, how? you looking how? in the couch like you finding change for votes? You looking for pennies in the couch to go get you something <laughs> to drink from the stove? How do you find 11,000 votes unless there is some type of Illegal actions taking place. Well. So, so right there, it should be done. And Fani has, they handed her, she took it upon herself to say, I got this. I can do yes. this. I'm going to be the one to take down this, the president, the, the former president, which is big. I'm going to be the one to take him down. But you got a whole skeleton Oh, tap dancing in your closet. You got a cemetery. Not even in the closet. He out on the court. But at that point, he was in the closet. You got so many bones. You you got a whole morgue in your closet. But and you think you're gonna pull this off? You know what this is? This is giving me (laughs) kind of vibes from and and just Bree. You you probably. Well, I, no, not probably. You're too young to remember this. Uh, <laughs> you just but, throw it out there. No, 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 <laughs> because it reminds me of Marsha Clark and, and Chris Durden. Yeah. Mm. See, you don't even know who they are. I said, mm, okay. <laughs> right. So I wouldn't ready. throw you under the bus, but <laughs> those were the prosecutors that they handed the O.J. Simpson trial to. Mm. And they were like, I mean, case two. And they were like, look. We got a glove. We got this. We mm-hmm. got that. Oh, you're talking about the lady with the curly blonde hair. Yes. And yes. then uh, and the black, the black guy. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, I do know. Right. She's, seen, <laughs> she's seen some clips. Right. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. I mean, that was the thing. But uh, but it, that's what it's kind of giving me vibes from because you got this case just, just handed, handed to, to you. you. And only thing you got to do is basically show up and not mess it up. And it seems like Fonnie and Nathan have found a way to kind of repeat that history. Let's go to the Truth Talk to text line. The caller, you are on Truth Be Told with Just Breed, Damian LZ, and myself. Good morning. What's your question or comment? Good morning, Telly and co-host. And if Denise is listening, good morning to her as well. Good morning, um, brother. The testimonies, the testimonies that both uh, District Attorney Willis and... Uh, Prosecutor Wade gave were much more complete than I know you had time to hear. But there was some points in her testimony where what she actually did was speak very powerfully to your point that even if they could prove, which uh, three attorneys uh, who actually don't were not really in support of her as a as a district attorney overall agreed. Uh, that she spoke very powerfully in saying that Donald Trump is on trial here. And so far, you know, no one has proved anything uh, was going on prior to Prosecutor Wade being hired. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, the caller. We we uh, we actually were going to play that clip a little later. But, yes, yeah. I mean, we can't play the whole thing. We just don't have that type of time. Yeah, but it is a, it is a mess regardless of of, uh, you know, the points being made. Does does Nathan and funny relationship have anything to do with what Trump did? Absolutely not. We all know we that. Him, like like you guys just said, we heard him ask to find votes and maybe he found some in 2016 when we thought he won. And maybe that'll be dug up through this. The other thing that the three attorneys agreed on was that there are already people in place 
if she decides to step down or if she is thrown off the case. So this case will not go away for him, but we, I, I don't think any of us imagine him going to jail for it. Yeah. No, yeah. that's never good. Thank you for it. going to be another orange stain, you know, like if his uh, – Spray on tan, you know, leans up against something that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the caller, thank you so much for calling in and being one of our valued listeners. Al, you are on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What's your? Well, I know you got a comment, so good morning. <laughs> hey, uh, good morning. Um, I think uh, both Wade and um, Fanny opened themselves up to additional uh, investigations, especially tax-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, because all that cash, that, that's not that's a, that's a no go. Uh, when you come to uh, campaign financing, you have to have paperwork to track that money, to trace it. Even if you said you took it out of your own savings to use for your campaign, so they got some state and probably federal uh, tax people looking at them, some investigators. Now, one of the things I think you're going to find that you've been lied to about the Trump conversation about find what, 11,000 votes, that is a snippet out of a meeting that the governor had, I think the election committee, there were a couple of attorneys on that. And what they were saying is not find me 11,000 votes to add to my total. They were saying, we know that these votes weren't properly certified. You didn't check signatures. How do you know who they are? I think once you go through and you find and look at the signatures. Hey, Al, Al, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I didn't hear that part of the conversation when they were on tape. I heard him get Governor Kemp on there and said, hey, we need to find 11,800 and some votes. He didn't say, like, let's find if they registered or if they signed them or anything like that. Because if that was the case, then those two black ladies wouldn't have had death threats and everything else on their lives. So I don't, I don't know. I got to push back on you on that one. Okay, so push back on me, but go back and find the complete conversation. With, listen, two minutes before the comment, two minutes after, so you get the full context. It was a meeting with attorneys with um, uh, Kemp, and I think it was the head of elections in the state, and they're saying, go back, look at these signatures. I think you can disqualify 11,000 votes if you look okay. Well, even uh, if that was the case, yeah. that's still a Thanks so much, Al. We appreciate it. Uh, even yeah. if that's the case, I work in politics, and even if that's the case, that's still illegal. What you're asking them to do is go find some ways <laughs> to disqualify and take off votes that have been properly already qualified and properly already certified. Let's find ways. That's that's election fraud, regardless of whether it's go find me 11,000 votes to add or find me 11,000 votes to take off. It's still election fraud. It, 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 it truly it, it truly amazes me how you can spend something, however, which yeah. side you're on to make it right. Yeah. And I think I want to say. I think we're missing the point that everybody is making this a personal agenda in this whole situation, right? She allowing pillow talk, basically. Come on, baby, this would be the biggest blah, 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 blah of my career if you let me prosecute this. And she went ahead and did it. This is not you. If you want to reach a certain level, if you wanted to take on this, this very... Uh, 
this this is a mountain of a task to do, right? To convict Donald Trump of a election crime. And you yes. allow your personal agendas to get in the way of this. And then later on when we talk about some of the people who are going to be witnesses or whatever, like her homegirl or whatnot. These are personal agendas, even the ex-wife. Sometimes you have to take a backseat to what you want and the justices that you feel are necessary just so that certain things can happen. You think that you your feelings about this divorce is more important than getting this man convicted of election crime? What is more important, the well, community see, that you serve in or the community say, that, you, you have know, never been divorced. And when you're going through a divorce... Mm-hmm. All else doesn't matter. You will burn down everything to get that other person across that table when you are going. So she don't care. I'm not mad at her. I feel that, but you got to take a back seat to that. That would be her putting herself, putting the country and and the needs. She don't care about nothing. All she know is Nathan Wade cheated on her with that woman, and they both finna make millions of dollars off of this Trump thing. Because I think last time we talked about it, Nathan Wade is is scheduled, because they've been doing this since 2020. Mm -hmm. So Nathan Wade has made over 500,000 or something, something crazy off of this, because he's getting paid. So he's made... Close to like, I don't like want to a, say millions. Uh, half, no, he made like a half million. He's made yeah, something he's made crazy. Six hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars. Now so if she would have kept Dang. her mouth shut, she would have got more money. Uh, look, All you man. had to do was Go. shut up, let this case ride out. But he and no, got no, it was it was the ex-wife. Oh. That's who was the whistleblower. So that she was put like, it in her. Yeah. So yeah. the ex-wife put it in her divorce papers that he was having affairs with this with her, and then the people, the co-defendant, went and saw the divorce papers, and then they brought it out. So she one that started it. But regardless of all of that, Horrible. it all goes back to finally, which is a TV name. That's I don't. That is a great name. <laughs> that is a name made for TV. Finally Willis sounds like a name too. that's made up. So and, and 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 so she shouldn't have placed this brother. At, he could have been the most qualified person, but he should have been disqualified because she. But she allowed it to say, "Okay, you, I'm gonna get you all this money." And as soon as he gets the case, then the next day he files divorce because that's where yeah. his money's coming from. Mm-hmm. But she's it, made herself important to him, and that's where his money's coming from. So now I'm our wife. And and, and, a, and a couple of little backstories on that <laughs> before we get to break. Number one, when Fani did appoint him the lead prosecutor, she was going around in different churches and different places speaking on it, saying, hey, why can't a qualified black man who worked hard get to this? And and uh, look, I don't sleep with anybody underneath me. I don't Turns out she was sleeping with him. I mean, yeah. So she's saying all these things and it's like, ooh, now that doesn't doesn't look good. But also to go back to Al's point, if you look it up, that phone call, here is his direct quote, Donald Trump's direct quote when he pressured Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to overturn the 2020 election results. Trump said, I just want to find 11,780 votes. That was his quote. Now, he didn't say anything about if they weren't signed or if they were qualified. Right. He said 11,000. But again, you can spin it however you want to, depending on what side of the fence you are on. But we are glad you are on our side of the fence with Truth Be Told, with DT and Telly, Jess Bree, Damian LZ, in for DT. We'll have more after the break. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is powered by We Energies. Energy you can depend on. It's our favorite black businesses. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. What's up, Truth Nation? Every Friday here on Truth Be Told is Black Friday powered by We Energies. We always want you to shout out your black-owned business. Every Friday, you can hit us up, 833-212-1017. We've been having a very interesting conversation going on with the whole trial that's taking place down in Fulton County. Uh, with Fonnie Willis taking the stand, even though she didn't even have to take the stand yesterday. And she was leaning back like a boss, like, what? I got all the answers. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to the Truth Talk line. The brother, you are on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What's your question or comment? Hey, hey, good morning, man. Dig it, dig it. I, I just have a comment, man, uh, about what the, uh, the brother Al was talking about. Uh, dig it. I mean, everything he talked and said, man, uh, that's a reflection on what Donald Trump was doing. They should have been investigate this cat and his taxes. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the bigger issue, man. You did, and, and, and like you just said, man. Everybody heard the tape. Come on, everybody heard what he's. And no, you know what I mean. Everybody heard the tape. Yep. Hey, find me some votes, man. He ain't say no about no registration, no this or that, no hamburgers, no fair price, or no shakes. You know? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, nice. it, it, for me. It's cut and dry, man. You know, I, I mean, I mean, Ronnie up there doing her thing. Like you said, she was leaning back, man, like she was, hey, Queen of Sheba, doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? Of course, she said something about her money and stuff. But think about the uh, IRS, the FBI, and the tax people. She was looking at her and trying to get her on case. No, no. Donald the Trump. <laughs> where, 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 <laughs> I'm just, the brother just saying, where is his uh, 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 proof? He, 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 okay, he ain't paying no taxes, man. He's trying to evade all that stuff. Let's keep the focus on on this guy, yes. man. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know. I, I mean, I mean, Al, Al, I, I, you sound like a brother, brother. But I'm a brother with an A. You must be the ER <laughs> and some other files <laughs> <cosmic laughs> miles in front of it. Damn. And then you know what you got. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> And I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the call, the brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot of people that did agree with Al, but like I tried to preface it. It just depends on what side of the fence that you're on. And, and boy, Al really did get uh, the True Talk to Text line buzzing, 833-212-1017. And I think I did say Chris Darden. Uh, LT, you're right. It was Charles Darden. He said, Marsha Clark and Charles Darden. I'll never forget them names. Um, That's crazy. Matthew hit us up and said, my wife and I was always taught to keep it, I think at least a couple months worth of cash on hand for emergencies because you never know when stuff will hit the fan. Yeah, they must got the same Danny. <laughs> <laughs> this man has went all across the country. Because my daddy ain't telling me that. They must have... <laughs> Sean says, nice try, Al. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> they got the same daddy. <laughs> they got the same because that's the same motto. I ain't, that's, I've been black forty seven years. I ain't never heard nobody say that one. That's not a, a common black uh, thing. You need to have uh, yeah. a couple months. I know you need to have a couple months saved, you know, but not 
in that the is, house. Right. Man, they are That's going different. in on the true talk <laughs> the text line. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> or Marquis says, I heard Fonny is in the Freak Nick documentary. LOL. Oh, just wow. playing. My goodness. <laughs> how, my old, God. how old is Fonny Willis? How old is she? she <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she ain't. Hey, if hey. she around our age, she might be in that joker. You know, everything else that came out, yeah. you know, how much money Fonny keeping the crib, <laughs> what she was doing with Nathan. Uh, yeah. And if you... We if you find everything else out. Right. If you haven't seen her yet, go look at her. Fine. fine. <laughs> like, I was she like, ain't bad looking. Wow. So. And she risked it off of this man. Hey, it was Plaz. <laughs> you guys got to go see Plaz on his IG. He was like, ooh, I've never been turned on by a prosecutor <laughs> like I did with Fonny. He said, you just know Fonny fine. Hey, you know, <laughs> since we're on the subject, there's a prosecutor in, in Baltimore, the, the uh, Marilyn Mosby. Mm-hmm. She a good looker too. If y'all know who she is, go look her up. Um, but she was also under hot water too. They was under her. So I don't know. And my sister works in North Carolina and, and it's a black female prosecutor down there that they was after as well. So there may be a lot of going after the, the pro, the black female prosecutors across the country for whatever reason, you know, the Republican think tanks do that. But again, you've placed yourself in a position for them to come after you. They went after mm-hmm. the the uh, black female presidents, uh, Penn of Harvard. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So you're so, right. But, but it could it, be a, a think tank that are trying to get these these black women that are in these powerful positions not to be in these powerful positions. Because it's, it's happened. It's, I've just named three of them off the top of my head. That, And I'm sure if you do research, there's probably even more than that across the country that, that these yeah. black female prosecutors, because they rise to those positions that yeah. we were talking about yesterday because of their hard work, but also because they're black women and they, they're able to black women. And they're black and they're women, so they think yeah. they're killing two birds with one stone via the DEI or whatever the case they may be doing. And these black women rise to these yeah. positions. But they're also very qualified. Mm-hmm. But then now they go after them because now they can get them out of there. Because, you yeah. know, white men always think that's their job. That yes. is exactly yes. what I was about this, to say. This, this who sister got my job. Exactly. Yeah. Who holds that role traditionally mm-hmm. and who has the issue with them? I mean, there has been no word on the man that actually pushed that, that woman out of her position at mm-hmm. Penn. It was Penn State. Yeah. And honestly, we, we need to talk more about that on a national scale. It was reported on CNN maybe for one day. Oh, yeah. This woman family is devastated because of how she had to step down. Like, it's insane, okay? Yeah. And it, it happens across the country more often than you think. And yes. I think it's intensified because she is not only black, but she is a woman. Yeah. And th- just even the man's ego enough to, to to say, this is my job and you have what what is rightfully mine is insane. Yes, right. yes. RMR hit us up on the True Talk to Text line. Al is tripping and an apologist <laughs> for Trump. This is also the same wow. Mike Kemp who tried to put restrictions on what voters could or couldn't do, like give voters water right. while standing in long lines. Yes, mm. yes. And LT, I thought I was right. LT said, correction, it is Christopher Darden. It's not Charles Darden. It's Christopher Darden and Marsha Clark. Then that's what is kind of giving me vibes of Outside of the 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 romance, and they part. said they was getting it in too, weren't they? I uh, think they were. They were having one of rumors of them having, were, yeah, having yeah. some type of yeah. you know relations or something. Regardless of what it is, th- the point is that when we go back, when we when we boil it all down, our sister Fonnie Willis with the great name, our sister shouldn't <laughs> have hired this black man 
She should have hired another black man. She could have hired anyone else. That It's Atlanta. Anyone else wasn't doing the extracurricular it's, activity for them. It's Atlanta, <laughs> when they Georgia. Put the case it's that Atlanta, that, Georgia. That's another point. It ain't a whole lot of straight brothers down there. That but it's a lot of brothers. From. It's a Teddy? lot of brothers that are powerful, that are in law, that could have done this same thing and probably could have oh, done absolutely. it just as well. And yeah. wouldn't have had the baggage to go along with it. Yeah. And and and, and I just I'm stuck on that because that is so. 101 of anything is you want to make sure in politics 101 before you make a decision how is this decision going to backfire on me and if you can't say okay me and you is getting it in so that could backfire on us if somebody if that's the simple if your mind is clouded that much come on man you yeah. gotta do better than that these As, personal agendas are gonna cost this case and I hope when they look back at this yeah. they they start to understand where these mistakes lie it was never gonna be the Republican party that that made this case not work it's gonna be the people you forged away funny you said that this is what you want to do and you put every piece of personal agenda in this and then there's other people who intensified it too and I think that we we as a black community sometimes have to put our personal stuff to the back end for the greater good of all. Mm-hmm. But Man. that that isn't always the case. You talk about fumbling the bag on the goal yes. line. Oh. My goodness. <laughs> the Angels advocate, I, I'm, you're wrong for this, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. Uh-oh. Maybe Fonnie Willis don't sleep with nobody beneath her because she likes to get on top. Wow. <laughs> Very witty, but still wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. That was very witty. The top ain't always but still bad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure we're going to have more developments from this, but when we return, we are going to talk about another AT alien, Killer Mike. Uh, we all remember those images of when he was handcuffed at the Grammys and escorted out by police. And But you never really heard anything else about it. You just heard that, oh, he got out and it was all good. But there is a very interesting backstory to Killer Mike's night at the Grammys, and you don't want to miss this. He was recently on The View, and he shared this story. So we're going to keep it in in Atlanta, y'all. Mm-hmm. Killer Mike and what he had to say about his night at the Grammys. Coming up after the break, Jess Bree, Damien LZ, in for DT. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The award-winning 1017 The Truth proudly celebrates black excellence and the most monumental moments in our history. Tune in all month as we celebrate black history. 1017 The Truth Celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by Tayback Law, Educators Credit Union, Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin, and American Family Insurance. No, Say, just, they're I, talking too much. I think the backstage it. was overcrowded. I think the winners were exuberant. And I think security got a little overzealous. And that's all. I, it's all, you know, it's water under the bridge for me. Yeah. I'd like to say all of my heroes have been in handcuffs. Malcolm, Martin, Mandela, Megan. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I, 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 
I, I walked out with the same dignity and respect that I walked Good. in with. And I, I would just, I would implore people to just take that from it. Don't, don't dwell on the bad stuff. And the next morning, um, I spent three hours kind of by myself, you know, you're waiting. Um, and the police said, oh my God, we've never gotten this many phone calls. People won't have to go to protest. We'll have to move you. <laughs> They're panicked. And I'm just kind of sitting there and I begin to invoke thanks. I thank God for bringing me where I was. I thank God for putting me in a space, believe it or not, by myself. Mm -hmm. And I got an opportunity to invoke the spirit of my mom and my grandmother and let them know what had happened and thank them. And the very next morning, well, I got out that night. I, w I walked out to my wife in the rain. It was like a romance movie. It was dope. <laughs> and, and my manager... Um, and then we went to party. We went to party at Loma Vista, shots out. We had a party and the next morning. I woke up to my son's mother yes. saying, you have to come home mm -hmm. because Pony Boy has a kidney. He, they have a kidney for him and we have to get him now. And I just thank God. And I, uh, that was your, your, your That was Killer Mike on The View talking about his night at the Grammys. We talked about it. And I wanted to save this until Friday because... It's something to feel good about knowing that it's not always what you see and what it is. When you see Killer Mike being handcuffed at the Grammys after winning three, by the way. Mm -hmm. Now, keep that in mind. The operative word, I mean, the operative number in this was three. Mm -hmm. He won three Grammys. You heard him say he spent three hours in jail. Yeah. And then the next day, he goes to Atlanta, flies back his... his um. And and the number three, I can't remember how long, because if we had allowed that clip to keep going, his son had been waiting on a kidney for quite a while. Yeah, I believe and it was like three years ago. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it was, was something like, like that. It was like repeated threes. Yes, yeah. yes. So um, I say all that to say you can't. You can't just look at a situation and then just think, oh, man, that's messed up. Because when everybody else was tripping, what did you hear him say? He said... I was sitting there thanking God mm -hmm. for putting me the, putting me in this position. Mm -hmm. And he went on to say that I often heard from my mom and grandmother and everything. When it's time to sit you down, God knows how to sit you down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said he just didn't think it would be in a tuxedo in a, <laughs> in a jail cell. <laughs> but he knows how to sit you down and, and really give you an opportunity to recalibrate things and what's important. And, I mean, what a blessing that otherwise would have been considered by others a disastrous night. You show up at the Grammys and you walk out with handcuffs on. Mm -hmm. Now, first of all. <laughs> he didn't have that plan. No, <laughs> exactly. When I initially, let's go back to the handcuffs thing. When I initially saw Killer Mike being escorted out of the Grammys for when handcuffs, I was like, okay, how I thought it was staged, personally. I'm like, okay, you just won the Grammys. This gives you more play and this, that, and the other because the we getting charged for a misdemeanor. When do they arrest you for a misdemeanor? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It was a misdemeanor. So that yep. was that was my first question. Okay, they, they arrest you for a misdemeanor. I know that's off topic and we're talking about the good stuff that happened. But I just need to, needed to say that. Mm -hmm. and, and then later on, he goes about, I've always been a Killer Mike fan. But a little bit, Killer Mike is starting to become Dr. Umar to me a little bit because you mm -hmm. know how, how Dr. Umar talks a lot of blackness and good talk. But yeah. sometimes if you look into it, it's a little off because cause with, with, with Killer Mike, we, we talk that talk and it's, it's good to have that conversation about blackness and the strongness of being black. But he got too happy to get this admiration from these white folks with this with this Grammy. I know you went in the Grammy, but you're a black man, so let's keep it 100. 
we shouldn't get so happy that the white folks like us. We should just be happy that we like us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you can't say, get up there and be like, oh, thank God, thank God the white folks like me, but I'm a black man. I'm proud. I understand it. Okay, you win. It's happy, but let's just keep it straight. Um, And the stuff about his son getting his kidney, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You can't, there's nothing negative you can say about yeah. that. That's just beautiful that his son was able to, to get his kidney and, and, because I got friends that are on kidney lists that are that still are waiting, and yeah. so mm-hmm. to be able to have that happen and and your son's life to be saved is 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 probably the best uh, win uh, of yeah. the night. I mean, but Bree, what a what a twenty four hours that yeah. I mean, for emotional roller coaster you go from getting a Grammy this high to being arrested, then back on a high yeah. when your son gets a kidney. You you would not have the growth or the mentality until it happens, you mm-hmm. know, for you. And where you are taken through an emotional roller coaster of one that he had been on that Grammy night, it, 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 those come few and far between, honestly. And I'm only learning now in my life, right, that even when the lows are low, you you really shouldn't get in to your feelings as much and that's only a new thing for me mm-hmm. literally maybe of the past couple months where it's like oh you know you might be on the high of something you got this thing you you hear and just the next day you could be downturned and mm-hmm. then what do you do in those moments i think that it's important for us to realize what he did in a moment versus what you might might have wanted to do mm-hmm. right because i was telling you yesterday when we talked slightly about it that if I was there and I was his wife, I probably would have been trying to uppercut the security. That's right. I probably would have made it worse <laughs> because I can't. I just can't sit back and let that happen mentally in my mind. Right. right. But his wife, I, I believe she was at the Grammys with him. Mm-hmm. She stayed cool. She could stay calm. And she was there to greet her husband. Yeah. I would want to wish to have that type of patience and that type of, um, you know, that here type of mentality. Because I probably would have been out there fighting somebody and on the I, ground. And I, it would have been worse. I'm sure there's probably a point in her life she would have jumped up too. So, yeah. you know, as you get older. Let's just think how many of those are. These are rock. This is the, this is the, the Grammys. Rock stars. Mm-hmm. How many of these rock stars have misdemeanors from tearing up? Uh, hotel rooms doing all types of wild things inciting riots and, and uh, so this this black let's man let's say it's real and this black man that's 47 years old that's talking black righteousness in his music is the one that you decide out there with his wife and everything it's the one that so. you decide that you're gonna arrest for a misdemeanor yeah you like, know come on man but all one, the stuff that's going on in LA the police in LA decide they gonna come to the Grammys and arrest this black man <laughs> For a misdemeanor. While while some others are in the Grammys with a whole bag of coke in their back in pocket. They, pocket. <laughs> they in the Ecstasy back room right now sniffing. Percocets, you, heroin, you name it, it's in there. But yeah. The one thing that I think that we have to shine a light to is overzealous security guards. I do not know if y'all ever have been around an overzealous security guard. Oh, yeah. Those security guards feel like they There's hold the few. faith of your life in their oh, hands yeah. and they want to take you all through the ringer for no reason. I've I had been. a security guard look at my look at my ID, look at me on the list with my full name and still say, <laughs> no, you can't get in. Bruh. I said, I got to go there and DJ. Like, I have to go there and host. Like, yeah. I get that this is a very big event, but you see my uh, ID, you see the name, yeah. to the point where the police officer came over and was like, 
I'm I'm just not understanding. Why can't she come in? Overzealous <laughs> anything is I'm the just worst. not understanding. Uh, man, uh, like, you want to talk about something. There have been times I would show up to arenas, have my credential, have on a suit and everything, and then they'll be looking at me and, uh, media's down at that door. Look here, man. I'm so at this you though. think Let me... I am about to put on a full suit to try to sneak in somewhere I don't... I, like, what else do I need to do? Yeah. And I got to convince you. Come on now. I, I used to work in security. And what I know is there are people that, 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 that take security and they take it like they want to be little baby police officers. And when they want to be little baby police officers, <laughs> yes. that is the worst type of thing. And, and so I've been in security and I've had people and I've had to go tell people, say, man, you're doing too much. And I had to step in and be like, man, let this person in. You're doing the most. And mm-hmm. so in those situations, they would put me... They would put me, it was at a concert venue, they would put me with the stars and be like, okay, you just make sure you let all the people. Because other people, oh, you, who is this guy? He doesn't have a pass. Who is this guy? You know, he done walked in with some chicks or something. You're going to ask the chicks for pass. You know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But you're going exactly. to be that type of guy. So that's right. what the overzealous, and, and I was a building inspector, and they used to say nothing worse than giving a black man a clipboard. <laughs> and, and in some situations, and an earpiece. And Boy, an earpiece. if a black man and, and, got an earpiece, a clipboard and an earpiece. Like, hold oh, on, hold on, huh? And, and so, so I was. What, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Why do we do Just that? Just trying to go to the bathroom. That I had is to so consciously, true. Why do we do that? As a building inspector, I had to consciously make sure I didn't become that guy. You know what I'm saying? Of the black man with a clipboard, and I'm a, I'm gonna be powerful. On you people, I had to make sure. So I've, I've Dave said, "Don't let the spirit take over me." Yeah, I had, Don't to, let I had that to consciously make a decision. Security that of the wasn't world, gonna be Craig. the case. And even in, these police officers are overzealous police officers because we got a warrant. They just wanted to get into the Grammys and be seen and all of this other stuff. Come Maybe on, yeah. shake some hands, take some pictures, get some autographs. Even yeah. if it wasn't stage, if it wasn't stage, they just wanted to be seen. Now, mm-hmm. the Angels Advocate hit us up on a True Talk to Text Line eight three three two one two one zero one seven. You can always hit us up and get involved in our conversations and topics. The Angels Advocate says, I bet Killer Mike uses his Grammy tuxedo and handcuffs picture as an album cover. Oh, it's coming. It's going to be some type of Good promotion. Good call. It's coming. I, I'd so agree. Yeah. It's coming. Because even in that quote, he says, some of my favorite people have been have left in handcuffs. Killer Mike is no Malcolm X. He's no Mandela. Yeah, and, right. but, but the fact that he's con- he's equating himself to that. Well, he know- said those are his heroes. I don't think he's saying okay. he were them. Whatever. <laughs> don't even put yourself at, in that. Well, right. Whatever, man. Don't even they put yourself said, in uh-uh. that. Ground. So you really had a problem with Jonathan Majors always use the Coretta Scott Come on, James. Huh? That was horrible. I, I want me a Coretta. You want you a a Bethany that's gonna listen to what you're gonna say. Sit down Let's and be shut real. Up. Yeah. But the point is, you definitely is gonna use that as an album. I know I would. He's gonna use it as an album cover or or, or a single yeah. cover or something that is gonna be promoted. Man, that's obviously Selling pieces of the suit that he was indicted in when he went to Atlanta. It's always a hustle. <laughs> now he got some zealots out there that will buy those. They gonna buy it too. Oh, they gonna buy it. They, they, they snapping. He put stuff. Trump. Trump put stuff online on his mega mega whatever website and it's gone in hours. Yeah. In hours, he yeah. says. He That's says I need to raise money. Put some up. It's gone. That's so ridiculous. because. So who do you think? Is paying for all of Trump's legal fees. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Let the, me let me be quiet. <laughs> white folks, poor uh, white people. Okay, 
Thank you. You said Poor it. white people said, are terrible. paying for this rich man's legal fees. He's mm-hmm. not even paying his own legal fees. That's why the one thing the dude in, in Florida, the governor, DeSantos, was like, no, we're not paying that. Mm-hmm. And I agree with him. Now, you, you know, Broken Clock is right twice a day. He was right. Mm-hmm. We're not paying for that. And that's poor white people who think they're going to be able to be rich and believe the American dream thing. One day that could be me and people will come save me. No poor white person. That's not going to be you because that's not the way the system is set up. Donald Trump came from a rich family. He didn't come from the the, the boots and pulled his butt by a bootstrap. Poor he, white man, that's no, not going to be you. He's no drink. He didn't start wow. from the bottom. He didn't start from the bottom. <laughs> no. And, and that, that upsets me that poor white people don't understand that they are just as bad as poor black people in the same yes. position. The only thing that you have is that you're a white person, but you think because you're white that you're higher above the totem pole than a poor black person and you have more opportunity to that. So you're saving your space mm-hmm. for that opportunity that's never going to come. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be Donald Trump. You're never going to be in a room with these rich white people that are making the decisions for you, but you are protecting them. And the only and other... pay legal fees. Let me right. stop. And, and, and speaking of Trump, before you respond, ahead, I want I'm you sorry. to respond. <laughs> but I just I just saw this text message from Al. Al is still on. He said, "Tell you the full Trump Governor Kemp. It wasn't even Governor Kemp. It was the Secretary of State uh, conference call with officials and attorneys." Man, I know what I heard, Al. You Al, ain't gonna change what I what I heard. Al is one of them people that's paying the legal fees. <laughs> Al, Al probably got a MAGA hat in his closet or something. I don't I, know if Al do. I know what I heard, yeah. uh, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bree. No, the other the only other thing that I was gonna add for you is that in the same case that that even the Republican Party, not even just Trump, right? They galvanized their poor whites to vote. Yeah, and that's so ins- that. I don't know if it's inspirational. I don't know if we should figure out how do we do that in our own community. But the moment that they feel inspired by somebody, they get out there and they vote. They every each and way, mm-hmm. even if it affects them negatively, because they're in the same tax bracket as, our, as, as, as us. us. They, and, and they still will go out there and vote against themselves, cut off their nose to spout spite their face, and somehow they pull the wool over their eyes each and every if time. If poor whites and poor blacks realize that we are in the same ship and we are getting used the same ways and got on the same team, this mm-hmm. country could change. The only way it doesn't change is we keep allowing them to divide us and the only mm-hmm. thing that matters is, is we, we let them divide us on black and white, but the only thing they care about is green. Yeah, like Fred Hampton, even, you know, back when he was preaching and he went into other community, other community centers where they were hosting meetings about what they needed and they brought them together. That's exactly why they they had to kill him. When you start galvanizing, not on race, but you start to galvanize on capitalism and classism. (laughs) Now we... Now we have something totally different. Yes, yes. And on that note, we are going to have our truth of the matter on the other side of the break. But before we do, I want to remind you to tune into the award-winning 1017 of Truth this Saturday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance and hosted by Dr. Ken Harris and Fred Johnson, the Vice President and Wisconsin State Manager for Erie Insurance. Dr. Ken and Fred will discuss the rising insurance costs and the top 10 risk factors which could continue to negatively impact insurance costs. So again, don't miss Diversity and Excellence Powered by Erie Insurance this Saturday at 10 a.m. on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. And when we come back, we'll have our truth of the matter. Keep it locked right here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.
It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. What's up, Truth Nation? You know what time it is. It's time for Truth of the Matter. That's when we give our takeaways from the topics we have discussed throughout the show. But before we get to the Truth of the Matter, congratulations, Ramona. Ramona is our winner of the four tickets to the movie meetup. She will go and see Bob Marley, One Love, tomorrow with the Truth Team. And you also get a meet and greet with Dr. Ken Harris with that. I know I didn't add that at first. But, Ramona, congratulations. Now time for Truth of the Matter. Ladies first. Just breathe. <laughs> what is your truth of the matter? So I think that in totality with all the stories that we talked about today, the truth of the matter is do not cut off your own nose to spite your face. That goes back to Shannon Sharp and Mike Epps. You mm. could have had a great interview if you hit him up on the low and started to ask your questions there. Even with uh, Finney, she cut off her own nose to spite her face because she let pillow talking get to her. And then, of course, lastly, with this whole Donald Trump thing, you know, if you are somebody in a particular tax bracket, do not cut off your own nose to spite your face because you might just be in the same tax bracket bracket of the people that you don't like just because of your race mm. understand that you might be hurting yourself in the process of trying to hurt somebody else relax think about it and really do your studying you know mm. as it goes and you can always get good truth and good information right here on 1017 the truth so there you go there stay tuned is. in what you got dame my truth of the matter is that we as black people throughout this day we've learned that we need to support Black people that are doing well. We need to not make it about uh, who we know that's doing well, who we know, make it personal, take the personal stuff out of it and support black businesses and things of that nature that are doing well. And along those lines, I want to support Emmy's African Cuisine because they are doing a cash mob today from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. and a cash mob tomorrow from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. And they've always looked out for us. So y'all going to make sure y'all look out for them. Peace. Boom. All right. My truth of the matter is we have discussed a lot of uh, different topics today and from Mike Epps to Fonnie Willis to uh, even Killer Mike. And the thing is, always keep in mind, keep your eyes on the prize. What is important is always should be in the forefront. And some of the things that we get distracted by, it takes us away from what is really important. And we're seeing that kind of play out even in Atlanta with Fonnie Willis. It, it's She's not the one on trial here, but this is the one thing that we're all talking about is her and her relationship. So I would say always just keep your eyes on the prize and don't mm. allow distractions to get in the way because that's exactly what they are, distractions. And with that, thanks for joining us. Just breathe. David LZ, yes, you sir. all have a good weekend. See you Monday. And we will see you Monday. Up next is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Peace out.